0: Did you know that kinky wellness is integral to your self-development? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness, the ultimate destination to explore the integral connection between kinky wellness and your personal development. I'm your host and kinky wellness coach, Dana Shurgel and I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. Don't forget to join me each Monday as I bring on a special guest to dive into specific aspects of kinky wellness, so let's strip away the shame and taboo together and have an open conversation about it. Hey, and happy Valentine's Day. Regardless if you celebrate Valentine's Day or if you think Valentine's Day is a big deal or not, I hope you gave yourself lots of in today. I just did a quick little research on Valentine's Day. And although the origin of Valentine's Day is not entirely clear, One popular belief is that Valentine's Day has its roots in ancient Roman and Christian traditions. One theory suggests that Valentine's Day originated from the ancient Roman festival of Lupercalia, if I'm saying that right. Lupercalia was an ancient Roman festival held every year from February 13th to 15th and was dedicated to fertility, purification, and the Roman god Faunus as well as the founders of Rome, which are Remus and Romulus. During Lupercalia, priests known as Luperci would gather at the cave where, according to legend, Romulus and Remus were cared for by a she-wolf. As the story goes, the priests would sacrifice goats and a dog and then use hides of the animals to make thongs called fibra. Then the lupressy priests would apparently run through the streets of Rome, hitting women with these animal hide thongs. And they did this because it was believed that if you were touched by one of these things, you would become fertile and purified. Also, during the festival, young men would draw names of young women from this, you know, container or wherever it would be from. And then they would have to be paired up with them for the rest of the festival. And I guess these pairings were very famous because they would often lead to marriages. But over time, as Christianity became the dominant religion in the Roman Empire, Lupercalia faced opposition from the church due to its pagan origins and practices. Then somewhere in the 5th century, Pope Gallius I replaced Lupercalia with the Christian feast day of St. Valentine's Day on February 14th. The association with love and romance gradually became more prominent only over time to what we now know as modern day Valentine's Day. But there's also another theory that says that during the Roman Empire, some emperor named Emperor Claudius II banned all marriages from young men because he thought that single men made better soldiers. So at the same time, there apparently was a priest named St. Valentine's that actually went behind the emperor's back and continued to perform marriages for young couples in secret. But that happiness did not last long because he was eventually caught and later executed on February 14th. Oof. Now, according to another legend that includes St. Valentine's is that while he was in prison, apparently he sent a love letter to the jailer's daughter who he had befriended and it was signed from your Valentine, which I guess... People think that's where we got, you know, from your Valentine in our cards today. And over time, these different traditions and stories have become intertwined. And February 14th has eventually become the day that we now have all associated with love and romance. And, you know, I'm always down to celebrate love. So I love Valentine's Day and I see no problem with it. I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, You should love your partner every day. Like, maybe that's just me, but I feel like I heard that a lot growing up, but I'm always down for Valentine's Day. You know, I'm always down to celebrate love. So yes, I'm excited. And today seems fitting as I'm going to be telling you about a television show that I watched last week while I was sick because it's actually kind of funny. My, you know, when I was not feeling so good, what better way to pick me up than to watch a good old fashioned reality TV So my husband and I decided to watch the marriage pact because we ourselves had a bit of a marriage pact when we first got together, which was when we first moved in together, we said that we would take the first year and just see where it goes. And actually, at the time, neither of us really wanted to get married, but we knew we wanted to be in a long term relationship. But as the year went on, you know, and of course, since we got married, clearly things went very well for us. But yeah, when we actually got married, it was only a few days before our anniversary. So we kind of always have that joke that we had that that pact. But um, of course, since I'm going to be mentioning the marriage pact, I I think it goes without saying. But spoiler alert, because I'm going to be breaking down all eight episodes. But I want you to make sure that you stay to the end because I'm going to be giving out a special Valentine's Day gift to you. But first, let's get into the show now. I'm going to give you the premise of the show and then I'm going to go into each of the couples because they each were super dynamic and had their own personality. But really the premise of the show is that it follows six couples who made a pact during their friendship at some point that by the time they reached a certain age and if they were still single, that those two people would get married. Which, you know, I think at this point we can really make reality TV show out of anything Like, (laughs) I do know this is a little off topic here, but I do know that one reality TV show that I think only had one season, but I did watch it. It was called Bridal Plasty. Now, it was literally a competition where women would, you know, win challenges over wedding related topics. And if they won the challenge, they would get some form of plastic surgery from their wish list. And ultimately, the, the winner of the season would get all the plastic surgery they wanted, which was so crazy to see the before and after photos. But, but anyways, regardless, the, the marriage pact, I'm not sure if it's popular. It only has 50 reviews on IMBD, but I am watching it on a channel that comes with the rental that I'm staying in. But regardless, I did enjoy watching this experiment. Now, if you haven't seen it, just, you know, it's only eight episodes. It's totally binge-worthy. And, you know, you can let me know what you thought about it. But I wanted to bring up a couple of things about the show specifically that I noticed. For instance, there was a woman on there that was six years older than the potential partner. And she was so worried about that being such a significance. But I do think that's a really big issue nowadays. You know, having kids is a big question, whether you do or you do not and what age. But yes, when you are getting to a certain age, it definitely becomes something that really, really needs to have a certain attention. But it was sweet because the the guy that she was worried about literally was like, no, like, I'm happy to take you as you are and he was just so sweet and they were actually one of the two that got married at the very end there and then the other couple that got married they do I agree no here's reasons why these people because these people had a very interesting relationship so it was about these two younger couple and they used to date and then I guess the guy cheated and then so, what the girl did in response is that she dated two of his friends and then she burnt some roses and made a video of it and put it online. And then she had a doll that with his name on it and that she like put a video online of her drowning him. And they ended up getting married because they apparently worked through their issues there. But honestly, the one guy, his name's Cody, he literally looked like he had a gun to his head the entire time. He was sweating, he was just so awkward. I didn't see it. I honestly was like, are you here against your will, bro? But you know what? They ended up going through with it. But yes, it was very interesting to see that they were together. But that wasn't even the most complicated history. Now, there was another person that, I, in my opinion, had a little bit of complicated history. It was a woman. She went on the show with a friend of her late boyfriend. So she had a boyfriend he passed away and so she's now kind of seeing this friend Armani and it's been I think uh, a few years since that and but in the show it was so sad because at one point like Armani brings up "Um, oh I've liked you since when our friend passed away and he inserted the dates and you can visually see how uncomfortable Brie is and it's just kind of like interesting that It's just a complicated background and in my opinion here, but he was trying so hard to get out of the friend zone and they went through tantra lessons to try to get closer and they went on all these dates, but in the end, they did not end up together. And at the end of the season, it's very dramatic. All the couples come together with their marriage pack that they wrote at the beginning of the season. And then if they don't want each other, then they rip it up. So Armani had just pleaded his like, I care for you. I want this to proceed further. And then Brie, who wore the necklace that he gave her. So I was like, oof, because she said, no, I need to work through my uh, background. I need to work because she was like, no, I need to work through the the death of my past partner. And I thought that was good. But I was like, oh, my gosh. So that was that was, that was complicated. That was a complicated one. And honestly, if you watch the show, they just did not have any passion, but there is one couple that I really wanted to get together, but they ended up not. It was a woman named Alicia and her partner Q. And I guess, you know, they, they were friends, roommates, whatever. She got rejected by him twice and he really did try throughout this whole process to try to break down those walls and I think he really was like, he really was like Mary ready to marry this person. I believe so. But she said no at the end because she said the rejection in the past still hurt her. But honestly, I hope that they get together at the outside of this. I feel like it's one of those things. Like you can, that's a huge commitment to be like, yeah, after three weeks, I'm going to marry you. Like no questions asked about it. No. Um, but I love reality TV, right? Some people go ahead and do it, but yes, I think that he tried his hardest, but at the end of the show, she said no and ripped up their marriage pact as well. But one of my favorite girls on the show was a girl named Logan. And she was this straight shooter, spitfire 22 year old who just know what she's doing, where she's going, what she wants. And she was very clear that she did not want to have sex before marriage. And whether you agree with that or not, I love her discipline to her morals and to you know at like least she just said no like at uh, one point she was being pressured into more physical intimacy and she really just did not have any room for it so I do say go girl for standing up for yourself that was for really really good to see and they actually left early because Trevor was like no this is not for me blah 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 but he Apparently they knew each other for six years and she's very, very like she had a, a, it looked like a marriage book or something that they were studying. And I do believe that he just really thought that, oh, we're on this experiment. You have to do what they say because they had to share a bed and that was the thing. So he had to sleep on the floor because she was like, no, I'm not sharing a bed with a man until I'm married. And that really, really got to him. So they ended up leaving early and I do agree that they are not meant to be. But I, you know, of course, best of love to them both. But the last couple was definitely the most spiciest and they were Grace and Marcus. And if this was a drinking show or some sort of like do something show, I would say take a shot for every time Grace says, I want a man who has my back. I, yo, we all want someone who's got our back, but I swear to God, she said that a million times. And, but I do feel for her because Yes, at one point, there is a boys' night and girls' night. And of course, there's already some sort of drama, right? And it happened to be that Marcus was the one who went off and he kissed somebody, well, kiss, he made out with this other girl in a a bathroom. Meanwhile, Grace is like, I can't wait to see Marcus. And she was, you know, up and ready to leave and move across the country to New York to go live with him. So, but they were just not good. And if you watch the show, she's very, like, nitpicky. And she sometimes is not in the right and she expects markets to just be there for her even when she's wrong. So yeah, I, like, I agree. It's good. They're not together. Like not just because of the cheating, but also just how they communicated with each other. But yeah, if this was a drinking show, every time she says I need someone to have my back. Oh, and also every time Julie says Cody cheated on me, that is uh, also something you could turn into a drinking game. But during the boys night episode, before all the drama went down, of course, um, they had a really good exercise for flirting, couples flirting with other people. And it went with red, yellow and green lights. So like a red could be talking to someone without letting your partner in, you know, a yellow could be kissing someone. Maybe you just have to like ask or let them know. Or a green one could be like verbal flirting is okay. And whatever you want. So whatever red can be, yellow and green. And I think this is a good exercise for all couples to think about when it comes to flirting in general. It's kind of a touchy subject. Some people are like, no flirting, no this, no that. But to have an open, honest conversation about where the limits are will benefit a relationship. It will never hinder it when it comes to just being open in your relationship. Now, of course, because the show was so heavy on marriage and the pact that you make, of course, they kept saying that marriage is the biggest decision of your life, but I want to hear from you. Do you think that marriage is the biggest decision of your life or do you think that there's bigger decisions out there or is this something that you shouldn't really care about? Now, in my personal opinion, I do believe that marriage is a huge decision of your life because the partner that you spend it with is going to dictate the outcome So you do want the most supportive, caring, loving person that you can, you know, have in your corner. This is somebody that you want alongside you and you have to be the same to them. You have to be the most loving and supportive, open, understanding and and patient. These are things that you have to do. But do I think it's the biggest decision of your life? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's a tough question. I think to some it is and to some it isn't. So let me know your thoughts. But for today, I do want to give you something special. And that is if you email me today between now and midnight of tomorrow, which is midnight of February 15th, you will receive a free copy of my BDSM and Kink Basics e-learning. So again, if you email me at thepartition@outlook.com that's thepartition@outlook.com Of course, I can put the information in the description for you. But yes, if you email me between now and midnight of tomorrow, February 15th, you will receive a copy of my BDSM and Kink Basics e-learning video. So make sure you jump on that. But that's not all because on Monday, our guest will be Dr. Sajud, who is a toxic relationship coach who helps people stop toxic cycles and build healthy relationships. Dr. Sajud is a certified CBT and schema therapist and will be giving away a very special gift to the first few listeners of the next episode. And to hear what that gift is and how you can potentially win it, you are going to have to wait for Monday. So make sure you make a note to listen in. But again, I hope you had a fantastic Valentine's Day and I will see you next week. As always, you guys know what to do. Stay kinky.